Monday to Sydney <coughs> flight path. And for those of you in Australia, we're uh, figuring out uh, what, what happened there. What the fuck? Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to Pitstop. I hope you're sat down with your chai tea and you're ready to listen to 45 minutes of absolute nonsense. It's going to be chaos! <laughs> Do you know what was chaos? Actually, it wasn't. The Vegas Grand Prix was actually not bad, mate. Yeah, I think I have to agree. We'll get into it throughout the episode, but very, very surprised with how good it was. The race was great. Qualifying was great. Overall... Thoroughly enjoyed it compared to some other races this year. Kind of shocked the world a little bit. It did kind of shock the world a little bit. Do you know what else shocked the world? Go on. Australia won the cricket. Oh. (laughs) Why on earth have you given that? You don't even name one player on the Australian cricket team. Freddie Flintoff. I was sat (laughs) here the other day, right? And I heard, I came out of my room and I heard all this screaming and cheering. Okay. Went out on the balcony. Can, everyone's going mental. Yeah. And it was because the match was on. The big, big game of cricket, wasn't it? Apparently so. Well, I'm glad we've crapped crap the cricket. <laughs> Any of our listeners like cricket? Don't know. I don't know anything about now, cricket. Good. Let's get away from that as soon as we can. We need some proper claps. Red Bull have won 20 Grand Prix in one season. That is... We clap it like it's nothing. But that is actually disgusting and will probably never be beaten again. 20, like, what, what did you even say? Red Bull have won 20 races this year. 20 races out of 23? Which I, which I can only assume means Max has only won, has that won 19. Right. No, Max right. has won every race bar one. Bar two, Leclerc won, Sainz won one. Bar, Bahrain. And Perez Who won, won one. Bahrain? Can uh, you remember? Bahrain, Max. Did he? I feel like you could just say Max for any of them, but it's a pretty good guess. I feel like I sound pretty bunged up. Yeah, well, we're both a little bit ill, aren't we? We are a bit ill, yeah, so excuse the noise. Probably because we've been getting up at like 4am every day for the last three days. I don't know how those of you around the world do it. These time zones, usually it works quite well for us in London, you know, afternoon races. It's horrible. But I don't know how some of you people in Australia and around the world in America must be getting up in the middle of the night for these races every week. thing is, I consider myself lucky because I've... I don't know how I've managed to bounce back and get back into a sleeping routine, but you're affected now. Like yeah. You've been staying up all night. Yeah, I know. You've just been sat here all night on your own. I know. I've been watching Designated Survivor on Netflix between episodes. Great series. But what happens now? Do you... I'm just going to stay like this until Vegas next year. <laughs> really? Yeah, right? just, yeah, just not, not going to change. For the next mate. 10 years. Yeah, next 10 years. It's 10 years on the calendar, so it's 10 years of me going to stay up all night. Did you know? No, I didn't. That Formula One tickets for Vegas have already gone on pre-sale for next year. Okay, and how much are they? Well, why don't we start off with how much they were this year? Yeah, so yeah. this year, right, for hospitality, a three-day pass was $8,000. Oh, my God. Yep. I don't know what kind of hospitality that is because we know there's different yeah. types. Don't know. I, to be honest, Paddock Club is probably more. A single day on Saturday costs four grand. That's in hospitality. Uh, on Thursday or Friday costs two grand. Okay. Meanwhile, a three-day ticket for the grandstand. I'm trying to swipe up. This, this is, is before, right? This is yeah. This is this, this last weekend. This year. Just okay, gone. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. grandstand ticket for a three-day ticket is two thousand bucks. 
Saturday ticket costs thirteen hundred. Friday costs five hundred. It was two grand for a grandstand ticket for three days. Yes. For this weekend. Yes. Two thousand pounds for a three-day ticket. Bucks. Yeah. Oh my god. Skip forward to twenty twenty-four. That's ridiculous, and mate. it's been rumoured, or the opening ticket deposits for the 2024 Las Vegas Grand Prix, general admission and grandstand, $250 a ticket. So for the whole weekend, it's $750. Oh, so $1,250 price reduction from this year. Shared hospitality, £1,000 a ticket. Okay. Private suite, five grand a ticket. Yeah, so it's really come down, hasn't it? What do you think they've learned from this weekend? I think they've learned that when they did that report of 350,000 people at the Las Vegas Grand Prix, they added an extra zero. You think it's wrong? Bro, there was no way 350,000 people there. I'm not being funny. If you look at Matt Gallagher's tweet, if you look at the pictures other people posted, half the grandstands were empty. There's a reason you didn't see any barely any camera angles of the fans. Was that during the, the race, fans. though? Yes, that's why you didn't see barely any camera angles of the fans and Because obviously we know FP1, FP2. Was, was yeah, fucked. really empty. But um, I didn't. To be honest, when you get up at six a.m. for a race, I'm in a different world. Yeah, I know. So I don't even remember watching it. To be honest, yeah, there was the loads highlights. of gaps in the stands. Even when you looked around the stands, you could see it wasn't as busy. And to be fair, I've spoke to quite a few people that were in Vegas, and a lot of people have told me that it's actually quieter in Vegas than it ever normally is. A lot of the hotels are empty. Wow. Um, someone said that the hotels actually went cheaper this weekend than they have in like the last 10 yeah. years. Yeah, I heard that. Which is quite something. Hospitality but, you know. was packed out though. So I think that shows yeah, that. Yeah, bro, though, of course it was. Of course it was. There was probably more celebrities at Vegas than there was well, that's normal it. People. Who actually bought a ticket? Who knows? I don't know. But Wiz Khalifa was in, was in there. Yeah. And he was blazing up. <laughs> he was blazing Wiz up. Wiz Khalifa was smoking weed inside fucking F1 hospitality. That reminds Why me we should take a moment. To do that? We should take a moment for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's come to our attention that the godfather of smoking weed... Snoop Dogg has actually announced his retirement from the smoke. Yeah, he has. So, Snoop Dogg, we wish you all the best on your adventure and hope it goes well for you. I didn't know if it was a hoax or what. No, has I can't he believe it. It doesn't make sense. When you think of Snoop Dogg, you think of that. That's it, yeah. When you take that away from Snoop Dogg, what's he going to get, get, get elf bar? Yeah, who does he become? <laughs> uh, he's just a nobody without, without the dro. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Let's get stuck into quali, shall we? Go for it. Both McLarens out in Q1. So yeah, we, we were way off with our predictions because I'm fairly sure we both had... I predicted Lando to win. So I was way off with that. That was... Yeah, well... Well, yeah. The no, well, no but you couldn't have predicted that because he had a bad crash. Yeah, but his quali wasn't great either. They both went out in Q1. I mean, I wasn't expecting what, that the from... the Yeah, they both went out in Q1. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, just ignore that. I, I've just deleted my oh, notes. Oh, you've got all your notes there. I've just deleted my notes. Oh, no, there we go. Yeah, but my notes are wrong. I've put Mercedes down instead. Oh. Well, yeah, both McLarens went out, which was quite shocking to me. The Hasses were looking quick. Yep, Williams in, as well. In quali. But someone did say on TV, and I don't know who it was, he said, uh, oh, he had a really slick quote. It was something like, Hass had a quali car this weekend. But it was much better than that. I was going to say, that has always shit. have a quality car. has always good quality, over one lap. But it's not a racing car. No. It's a one-lapper, you know? Yeah. Which is a shame. Same with a lot of the cars. I mean, the Williams were really quick in qualifying. Qualifying was good. Qualifying was entertaining. But I think even after that, we didn't really know what was going to happen in the race. Do you know what really um, messed in my head? Go on. I think they said something about you're not allowed to refuel in the pit lane. Okay. Which I think we knew. Because obviously they don't do it anymore. 
But I just thought they didn't do it at you, all. They, no, they. Oh yeah, I suppose they must take the car into the garage, <laughs> they right? Just, they, yeah, they just weed it back in, then refuel it there. But have you ever seen anyone fueling the fucking car? I don't think I've seen it. Unless we have this whole time and it's been in front of us and we've just never noticed Oh, it. I've seen the fueling pump when we were in the garage. The it's tube. that thing above the car, isn't it? Yeah, it and looks then, like the hoover from the Teletubbies. Yeah, with the, with the hoover thing from the Teletubbies. Yeah. That is exactly it. Uh, yeah. So I have, I have seen, seen it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Albert and Sergeant. Okay. What a quality. Yeah, I've actually got them what up here. What do you mean, here. okay? This was like the most amazing thing of the whole race. Yeah, I've got them here. So, Alban come fifth, Sergeant sixth? Sixth and seventh, but with Carlos Sainz. Yeah, so The tragic thing that happened to him and losing his positions. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they just couldn't hold it in the race, could they? <laughs> Which is a shame. I mean, Alban come 12th and Sergeant comes so far down that he's not even on my screenshot. It only goes up to 15 people. So, he must be below <laughs> it. So, we'll go 16 or 17. Poor guy, man. He was yeah. elated as well. He was so happy after I know. that quality. He was. I actually messaged him as well and I said, congrats, you and Alban. Hope you have a great race. And it just didn't go to plan. Mm. But maybe I jinx Lando as well. By saying Lando won, Lando's ended up in hospital. Nah, that's, that's all Matt Gallagher. That was he, all he's Matt the Gallagher. one who carries the curse, yeah. Yeah? Anytime he does anything with a driver, they have something horrendous happen. So. <laughs> Charles Leclerc did, his, did the same as normal, qualified quicker than everyone else. Charles! And then still didn't win the race. <laughs> that's, that continues of Leclerc coming pole. Yep. And then Verstappen winning. Um, I think that's it from Quali. Should we go straight into the race? In fact, Logan Sargent was so happy post Quali that he couldn't stop smiling during the interview. Is that on your notes? It actually looked like he had that, fucking did you just, write that on your notes? He had just won a race, mate. That, he looked I like he had just won the world championship. I love that that is our show. Your notes for an episode. Logan was so happy after quality, he couldn't stop smiling. I haven't really seen the guy smile, mate, because he's had such a bad year. But he had literally teeth did from look, ear to ear. He did look unbelievable. Yeah, he was speaking to Nat Pinkham, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was over the moon. Yeah, he was loving it. One into the race, boy. mate. Yeah, take me into the race. Max Verstappen being a naughty boy into turn one. Yes, Max Verstappen was a naughty boy into turn one. He did get a five-second time penalty for it. Do you think that that was enough? Because there was, I saw a load of stuff online about that. Some people saying that he should have handed the place back. To be honest, I don't think it makes a difference either way. Whether he gets a five-second penalty or he hands the place back, it doesn't... There's a... I don't know. The straight this... is so long, you know. He I guess would have got Charles back. Charles, which, by the way, everyone call. Like, I've heard so many people call him Charles. Yeah, I heard himself call himself Charles, <laughs> and I've heard people In a video. from the Braun Dock of them call Vettel Vettel. Vettel. So have we been calling Vettel wrong? This whole time. Some people just like to be different, don't they? But these are the F1 commentators on the Braun Dock saying Vettel. Yeah. And I swear I hear them now say Vettel. Yeah, but Brundle also called him Charles. <laughs> Brundle was good, but we'll definitely get onto that. It's like everyone calling me Fabio. Fabio. I'd be so bummed. You're, no, Fabio, for, for, or Fabs. That's one of my worst fears ever. Fabio. Is it gets to that one moment in your life where like, oh my God, like Sonic Mega's just about to happen. Like this could be it. Like you and me, like finally going on like a TV show or something like that. And they call me Fabio or Fabio or just the Flavio. wrong fucking name. I'd be so pissed. On that first corner, do I think five second penalty is enough? Mm, there's a bit of an argument that he was in a much better position being first. So obviously if you're first, you're in a better position, but because the tyres were still so cold at the beginning, maybe he had an unfair advantage by pushing to first. Maybe he should have swapped it back as well. What do you mean? 
Well, I reckon maybe they should have swapped it as well. I reckon Verstappen should have had to give the place the back. The old switcheroo. Because I think Verstappen would have had a big advantage being at the front, especially with like cold tyres and that. If he spanned a little bit, he didn't have to worry about going into the back of someone. Did a little dance. We saw it at turn one when Alonso did a little 360 no scope. All the people. Yeah, just... he spun out, which is strange for Alonso yeah, because he doesn't there? normally do you that. You know so... Alonso well. Yeah, I think it was the car, to be honest. Also, Signs span out too. Signs did have a little spin. He had a little dance. Tap with Hamilton, wasn't it? Little sing song. Yeah, there was a few taps going on throughout the race. Well, that's where I'm saying I think Max had a benefit being at the front because you saw when they spun, cars like went into them. Perez got no nose cone damage. Bottas got damage because you're just in you, and around. You mean it. Botas? Botas, yeah. <laughs> Flavio. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of spinning, Lando Norris spun out lap five. Yeah, I, I actually thought he just disappeared. I didn't notice the bridge. I, I just thought it was an Illuminati thing. Yeah, you were so tired that you thought it, it just I thought there it was a glitch for the camera. Crazy. But, mate, I've seen it a few... I haven't mentioned anything to you. I haven't said it on the pod. I haven't said nothing. What? Because it's kind of secret information. I don't really want to tell anyone. Whisper it, then. Well, you know how I came out and said that secret thing last night? What secret thing? It was just that uh, it was just something secret. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I um, it's happened like two or three times this year when you and me have been watching races, and s- something will happen. It's almost like a glitch, like that. Like I'll be watching an onboard. Ca- no, listen to me. <laughs> Here we go. It'll be like an onboard camera from the car, <laughs> mm. and you'll see the car in front just jump a, l- a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> like, but like the whole camera doesn't cut and I'm so obviously I think this could be some sort of fakery okay some something happens yeah something's being faked there's uh it's set up maybe by the FIA and the government <laughs> what are you on about landing on crashing into the wall he did that's not what I'm talking about though I just mean in general you see little moments do you yeah is it like a glitch in the matrix yeah it's like something I think I you saw need it this some morning more sleep. as well. I think you you saw something this morning. I haven't been I haven't slept in days. I was gonna say you're chatting shit. I what happened this for morning? A week. I woke up and you're tidying the middle room, putting stuff away in the wardrobe. Well, we just cleared it out because of all of your <laughs> shit that was in there, all of your crap that was in the middle room. Oh yeah, true. The middle room is full of all of my shit and the six person table that I got. Fab's got this awful habit at the moment. It's a bad habit. He's a hoarder. Flavio is a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder. He goes straight on Facebook Marketplace. It's he, not Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah. Mate. He's in the group chat. He's in the um, Neighbourhood Watch group chat of where we live. And every now and again, giving away this table. Don't need it anymore. Moving. Fab's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you or are you not happy with the table that we got on the balcony We've got right two now? tables now. Yeah, but we don't need that glass one. It's Why did you get that massive one that's in the middle room? Because <laughs> it was free. <laughs> any screws we haven't even got any friends to sit around <laughs> i it. know and now you've got another table with more chairs no, because let's be honest which means right? we have two let's tables be, just listen outside. to me when, when i got that table it was when your girlfriend <laughs> lived here so i thought we could all sit around the dinner and have a nice meal you know but we never did true and now that she's gone this place has just turned into paradise should we look at putting a cut there in or do you think we might be all right yeah i think we should probably put a cut there somewhere okay give a clap there <laughs> Not only has he been buying tables, though, he came home the other day with something for our fitness. Yes, I did, because I thought, look, you, you, you need some help. Yeah, I need a bit of gym, eh? You haven't been going to the gym, so if I can't take you to the gym, then why don't I bring the gym to you? And not only have you done it with a serious bit of equipment, we've also got weights. Fab has picked up a gym bench 
Ooh, a free padded gym bench. It was free. What's on there today? What's being given? <laughs> this is on top of the seven massive plants that he's picked up from people's flats. One plant I picked up. It's so big it could be seven. Exaggerated so much. I don't get that much stuff. I'm not one of those guys. But if there's a free table going, no, and it's a, a nice hoarder. table. You're a hoarder. I am a bit of a hoarder. But, but at the same time, I can get rid of stuff easily if I need to. Can you? All of like every everything from F one, I'm gonna keep. Of yeah. course, you would keep that stuff. Mm. You know, you don't. No, but it's just nice to ha- to have something. I keep some of it. Like I keep the padded passes that have our face on them or something. I think that's pretty cool. Mm. I'm like, if you get that, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I keep some of it, but I mean, everything in our flat has been is F one related. So I know. In my room, I try and keep it a bit more just about me. Because our whole flat has become F1. Even our Christmas tree is covered in F1 stuff. I know, mate. I know. It's literally, it's just F1 It's everywhere. everywhere. Anyway, back to the race. Because you're chatting shit now. Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll started P19 and finished P5. That is quite something. We have to clap that. Lance, Lawrence... Mike Crack, all of you, well done. Yeah, that Mike Crack, that is an unbelievable drive from Stroll. I don't know if anyone expected that. Outscoring Alonso, Alonso came ninth. That's some big points for Aston Martin, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's what they could maybe have done with at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. There's still a midfield battle yeah, take going me through. on, mate. Well, how close is that in there now? Yeah, I can guarantee you it's darn close. Because, well, Hamilton needed, like, to finish within six points of Perez to stop Perez from coming second. So Perez yeah. must be confirmed now, second in the driver's just, standings. Yeah. We'll just keep talking shit till I can get it up. Yeah, I think Perez will be confirmed oh second in the driver's my standings. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it? This is, this is, what are you talking about? <laughs> the driver's standings. Yeah, but I'm talking about fourth and fifth here. Take me into it. Carlos Sainz and Fernando Alonso... Are both on 200 points. No way. They're tied. Carlos in fourth. Really? Alonso in fifth. And Lando Norris is five points behind them in sixth. No way. So and that Leclerc really takes it to the last is 12 points behind them with 188 in seventh. And George, he's got 160, so he's way off. 12 points in a gap. That means any four of them could jump any of them, surely, on the final race. Yeah, if, if Sainz and Fernando Alonso have a shit race... Then Leclerc could jump from 7th to 4th. And Leclerc's just come 2nd. So that would have got him some nice points to jump him closer. Jesus. Alonso's wow, it's to play it? for in Abu Dhabi then, mate. Well, Sainz did well to come 6th because he had a race where he was pushed right back after quality, didn't he? Yeah. To 12th. And he span at the beginning. So 6th was actually all right. Perez had a good race. <laughs> Aston Martin still have an opportunity to take McLaren in the constructor standings. So, yeah, four. how are the constructor standings? Yeah, so you've got obviously... Red Bull first, Mercedes second. Ferrari actually have a chance to jump Mercedes still for the second position. Mercedes got 392, Ferrari's got 388. Okay. So there's a chance there. And then McLaren have got 284, so they're not going to get any higher. Aston Martin have got 273. So again, they could jump into fourth, mate. It's, there's a lot to play for. Big Yeah, these points are worth millions of pounds, as we know. Mm. But has Perez now come second then? On the con- on driver's standings, can anyone overtake him? Because I think Hamilton had to come within six points. Absolutely no one can overtake Sergio Perez now. Well, there we go. Second place in the Formula One World Championship has gone to Sergio Perez. Yep. Congratulations, Perez. Let's clap it. Let's, Let's clap it. He deserves it. He declares it. He does. Did I'm you see? 
Did you see that hilarious clip where Bruce Buffer went up to him? Oh the guy who God. announces all the yeah. UFC and the boxing and that. And he's like, Sergio Perez! Oh, yeah. And he stands, stands there, there like, looking, where do I go? What do I do? He's like, what do I do? This is why F1 is such a different sport, mm. you know? Maybe, yeah. I don't know if F1 really survives for very long in America. Do unless, you not? Unless they change it, you know? What do you think they're missing? Well, they've. To be honest, it's. I just. I genuinely think it's the. It's the people. I think America is so different in terms of how they do stuff compared to like the rest of the world in general, and when you think that like probably like most drivers, are like from Europe. Mm-hmm. Would that be fair to say? Well, most Formula One drivers are yeah, from yeah. Europe. I would say. A I lot guess. of them. You do get your ones from Brazil, obviously, Mexico, Paris. Yeah. It's only recently we've had, like, an American... Yeah. There's Americans. quite often been Brazilian drivers on the grid, though. I wouldn't say all drivers from Europe. No, not... Yeah, definitely not all. But I just think... Australia. I don't think Formula One drivers are the right people to fully um, embrace, like, the American way of doing things. I know what you mean in the aspect of... I think to be an F1 driver... It's a very different career to a lot of things where you have to go in really young, be really focused. And I think the sport is very different. It's not a sport where whilst you're doing it, you're engaging with the fans. For example, a footballer is on a pitch and they can hear the fans singing their name. A Formula One driver is in a car driving around in circles. They won't be able to hear the 300,000 people probably. No, but NASCAR, you know, like NASCAR drivers would like... would. Would like lap, lap that shit up. Do you know what I mean? You just feel like it's a little bit different there. I just feel like F1 drivers in general. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just a clash of culture. I'm not really sure. But like F1 drivers, just who they are as people are just not quite. They're not quite uh, into the kind of the glitz and glam of it as much. I know what you mean in a way, but then a bit of me thinks maybe they're told not to be. I mean, a bit of me does think like. When you have that Bruce Buffer shouting, Sergio Perez, like, why is there not a driver just grabbing the mic, being like, Vegas, Fuck yeah! let's go! You know, why is, why is no one... Yeah. I feel like in another sport, that would happen. Yeah. Like, in, in most other sports, uh, yeah, that like would happen. Fight, the fighting game, people But, but then that. you are crossing over boxing UFC with uh, Formula One. Like, but UFC, Bruce Buffer, these people are from a completely different area. You bring them into F1, you put them but on I the grid. I think a NASCAR driver would do it. Do you? you, you yeah. Think, yeah, they probably would. I just think it's the the Americans. The Americans just are just more into that kind of like, fuck yeah, yeah. kind of mentality. Woo! You know I, what I mean? I think fuck the, yeah! yeah. Kind of stuff. I think the spectacle's there and it is entertaining. But yeah, you are right. Maybe it, maybe with the drivers we have on the grid, maybe they're just not built for it. But then how do you go to only one race built a year? It's blood. like that. And then built every built other different. race isn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I was thinking Miami that. was a bit like Vegas. I was thinking that. I do kind of like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I feel the same way as, like, Max and the other drivers where, like, I don't care about that shit. But it is probably nice to have it once or twice in 20-odd races a year mm. to have that kind of shit go on. You wouldn't want to see it at every race, you know? You wouldn't want to have that in, like, at Hungary. No. Or Silverstone, and all this crazy, like these podiums just emerging out of the ground and they're waving. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't need that. But to have that just in Vegas, like I can do, I can get down well, with that. Well, obviously, they won't have an opening ceremony again, I doubt. Or actually, it's Vegas. They probably will do an opening every ceremony year, every year, probably, yeah. won't they? Yeah, and it'll probably get better and better every year as well. Yeah. 
I mean, overall, Vegas as a race, loved it. It was probably one of the best races this season. The whole build-up of it, everything, the Netflix like we spoke about in the last pod, the Netflix Golf Cup and that. Yep. I think the overall build-up to Vegas was great, but I think you are right. Like, I'm not sure whether the drivers really knew what to do with the level of promotion in a way like it was like a big super bowl show kind of thing i think that they could rebuild a miniature scale of the vegas strip somewhere in the desert and just have that as as the circuit and not fuck with the city center just like the desert like the vegas is slap bang in the desert so it only takes 10 minutes to like drive out of it and you're in the desert Mm. so the circuit could be right next to the track and for much cheaper than it was to build the Grand Prix there, they could probably build a monorail or a little train. To not disrupt the whole of the town. Yeah, they have a monorail anyway, so they could just do an extra bit. And that is, for me, that shouts like 2050. Like, now that's, for me, that sounds even more futuristic than Vegas, because you build a track in the middle of, you could do what you want. They could make the circuit look however they want, and just on the straight, they could put all, like, the famous, like, hotels. But it would be miniature, miniature, like, half size. Mm. And it would all just be props. So, like, you wouldn't actually have to build, a, like, a hotel. But they've just built everything now, so they can't go back. Yeah, and have, also, yeah. that massive pit building that they've built right in front of that fountain, is that staying there all no, year round? surely not. Surely not. Well, I don't know what... What, you reckon they're just going to take it down? Is it, like, Lego? Um... Yeah, I don't. No idea, mate. No idea. You can't leave that up forever. You do make a valid point. If they're in the middle of a desert, why didn't they just build it a little bit outside? I guess they wanted to drive around the sphere. They you wanted want the to... spectacle of it, and I guess the draw card of that was like the straight, because the boulevard is so long. People have always dreamt of uh, like racing on the on the Vegas Strip, so it's more to it than than just building a circuit there. Like it's quite a bit of history, I think. And it did, yeah, it did look lovely as well, watching the cars drive through there and the sphere and all that and I bet it was really cool for the drivers but I mean I don't know it's 10 years of it and overall it was a great race so I've got nothing bad to say about it favourite part? Um, cool. what did the second the the last little chicane before you swung round on the corner where Leclerc took Perez on the last mm. lap that little chicane gave people the ability to jump up the inside mm. and easily go round that was my favourite part of the track Favourite part of the race? And my favourite part of the race um, was probably for the stint where I thought Oscar Piastri could win it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for about 30 laps, he started on hards and I didn't realise that he, he pitted and then went back on we hards. We didn't know he had to go on hards. Yeah, had so to he needed another tyre compound, um, which is interesting, actually. I was going to bring this up. Your dad said on the phone, didn't he? He said, why do they, couldn't they remove that? Your dad was saying it's a shame that they have to use two compounds. Yeah, but he said it because it promotes more pits. Oh, yeah, obviously you need you, they need pits because it makes it better. But could they not just say you have to pit once rather than you have to use two compounds? Yeah, minimum one one stop. But then would that make any difference? Mm. I don't know, really. I, I guess it would. they'd figure out a tactical way would, ever. Yeah, I don't really know. But yeah, but my favourite bit for a while, I thought Oscar was winning, so that was great. What was yours? Uh, lap 40 when Toto got on the mic to George and he said hunt them down George 
That was my favourite bit. He just sounds I like a villain. That bit. I remember that Hunt bit. that down, George. And George did exactly that and decided to go into the side of Max Verstappen, <laughs> yeah. which gave him a five-second time penalty. turned in. You, you said something whilst You're not Max, bro. You're not Max. You, <laughs> you can't made, do that. You made a valid point. How does Max never get damage? Max got damage, but it just didn't affect his car in the slightest. That's what I mean. Anyone else that'd be DNF'd out the race got to go and change Makes something. Makes no sense. Also, I want to bring you up quickly about a comment that you made last pod. Me? Yeah. You're going to call me pretty out? Pretty much word for word, yeah. But don't quote me, but pretty much word oh, for shit. word. Here we go. You said, F1 is not Adrian Newey's full-time gig. He only does it part-time. <laughs> and then he has other stuff that he does. Yeah. But is he not at every race? Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's probably still the main person for Red Bull, but I'm saying he does other stuff. It's not like he doesn't do anything else. He's building a bloody submarine, mate. Yeah, but that's that's more... F1 is still like his full-time thing and the submarine's a part-time thing. I thought when you said it, F1 was just like a Sunday job. I don't I don't think he... Um, I don't know. Like six aside or something like I that. I don't know. I don't know, how, I don't know how you have time to go to every race in a year and build a fucking submarine. Well, does, does he go to every race? Well, I, see, I, actually I wasn't think sure. I've seen him at a lot of them. Mm. But I don't know. You quite often see him on the grid standing there with a notepad. <laughs> Just taking notes <laughs> of people's cars. knife then. <laughs> Why would Adrian do if he had the grid with a knife? I don't know. Overall, don't know. this is a new segment that I want to start Bringing into the pods. Let's bring it right in. Rate the race at. Rate the race. Rate the R two. Rate TR. What? <sighs> RTR. Right. <laughs> I think there's been some good races this year, but Max has dominated, which has took away a lot of it. But this race, Max wasn't winning for the whole thing. You know, Leclerc was winning for a bit. Perez was coming through. I actually, thought Perez might win for a while. Mm. Compared to a lot of races. I don't know. It's been good. Like I'd probably go at eight. I think it was pretty Ooh, good. Eight out of ten. Wow. You? Wow. I mean, they, they've made a lot of mistakes. They will learn from it, and they shouldn't have lied about the attendance. But I would say, right, I've got two answers for you. I'd say the race was an eight, but from what I experienced, it was a seven. Okay. That's purely from the fact that it was on too early. Yeah. It was on too early. So I was still half asleep, and I don't remember much of what happened. I get why they had to do the time zone so it worked for Europe. Because think about it, they couldn't have gone any later there, because it would have been later there. But they couldn't have gone any earlier there, because it would have been earlier for Europe. So they can't really win with the Vegas time zone. So is Australia ahead or behind? Of us? Yeah. Ahead. Ahead, right. So they hit New Year's before us. So if you got on a plane, and you flew... To Vegas. Yeah. They're behind. They're even further behind. Behind us. They're behind us, so they're even further behind Australia. And Australia's in front of us. Yeah. But then Vegas, on the, so if you're in LA on the West Coast. It's closer to Australia. It's closer to Australia. I've never so understood this either. how the fuck do you work the time out? Hey, I've never understood this either. I don't actually think it's that hard. I think it's just... No, ju- but I've never understood this. I think this, this is just normal science. If you want to fly from Vegas to Australia... Yeah. Yeah. You'd still go all the way over England and this way, and it would take forever. But why can't you just go the other way? Because surely you're nearer Australia if you go around the world th- the other way. Honestly, I think it's because of the way that they build maps. <laughs> I think the, there's so much water between... What, and you don't see it? Yeah. Yeah, but surely that's fine. Surely it would still be quicker. Shall I get Google Maps up? Because if you wrapped a flat map up, Australia is close to Vegas. 
Oh, I don't know. LA. Well, it's closer to Vegas than going from Vegas to Australia and all the way across Europe, across London. LA to Sydney, <coughs> flight path. And for those of you in Australia, we're uh, figuring out uh, what, what happened there. The Barry White. <laughs> this is us figuring out for our Australian listeners how you can get to Vegas next year. Don't worry, it's Jake and Flabio's travel oh, plans. They do. They fly. They do fly that way. No, they don't. They do. They fly across the water. So how long does it take? Flight time. What? They go that way. They go the opposite way. No way. Uh, flight time. You're looking at six hours from Los Angeles to. I could be wrong. To Sydney. That's a supersonic airliner. 15 hours. Jesus. From LA to Sydney. But it's still quicker than from here. 15 and a half hours. So they're behind us, but then... So so they're travelling. Where's the swap point? Where... <laughs> like, is there like a line you drive through and all of a sudden you lose 13 hours? So you're flying 15 hours to be... So how many hours ahead? Well, let's look now. What's the time currently in Vegas? Right. No, hang on. Right. This is no, important. So, wait, we so, have to figure this so out. So time in Sydney right now. <laughs> okay, is. And what day is it? Time in Sydney right now. It's it's 20 past 1. 20 p.m.? On Tuesday. P.m. No, no, midnight. Okay. So 1 in the morning. So it's basically 1 a.m. Tuesday. So they're 11 hours ahead Tuesday? of us. Tuesday? Yeah. What day is it here? It's Monday. Oh. It's currently Monday, 2 o'clock. <laughs> Sunday. It's 2 o'clock. <laughs> So two o'clock here is one a.m. in okay. Australia. So they are a whole day ahead. So if you fly, and so Vegas are nine hours behind us. Yep. So if you, f- so right now in Vegas, I could probably tell you it's three o'clock here. So what does that make? Because they're eight 12. hours behind us. Huh? Twelve. No, sorry, it's two o'clock here. It's two o'clock in London. So so it'd be it's five a.m. Six a.m. Something like that. Yeah. Six a.m. in Vegas right now. If you fly from Vegas at 6 a.m. on a Monday, 15 hours to Sydney, it will be 2 a.m. on a Tuesday. That means... But not because it's an extra 15 hours for the flight. That means Vegas is... A, Sydney is a whole day ahead of them, <laughs> plus five hours. Is that right? Because it's Monday 5 a.m. in Vegas, and it's Tuesday 1 a.m., in Sydney, so there are a whole day plus five hours. What a trick, eh? Do you think all Americans know that and they just they they <laughs> cool with it? What do you mean? What benefit is there? Well, do you think all str- Americans know that? But it's a strange thing, isn't it? Of course, it's strange. I still think time's a load of rubbish because someone had to make it up. Well, I could make my own time, couldn't I? I could count to a hundred and go, "That was a Jake," and well, just I have read sixty Jakes in a day. I read a post that my sister put up, and it was something like. If every month had 32 days or something like that, then we would perfectly have four weeks a month and it wouldn't be like a day or two out. You'd have perfectly four weeks a month. No, it was if 28 days. If every month, if every month had 20, this is it. If, t- if every you month. Put that finger down, if, boy. If, pointing at me like that. you something. Flabio. If you, all right. I don't know Careful. what to call you. If. Every month had 28 days, there would be an extra month. All the seasons would line up perfectly. We'd never have a leap year. And and we'd perfectly have four weeks a month. An extra month? Yeah. What, we'd have 13 months if there was 28 days? If every month had 28 days, yeah. (laughs) 
can't wait to maths this. No, it's not. It's not right. 28 times 13. 28 times 13. Times 13? Three, how many days in a year? 28 <laughs> times 13. How many days in a year? Three, You're right. 365. You're right. I know. So that, if so if every listen if how every does that month work? we just made another month. Oh, that that's th- th- no, that's three six four. Yeah, that's if there was thirteen months of twenty eight days, that's how many days it is. So yeah. we've got an extra day as well. Yeah, but then you don't get the leap year every <gasps> four years to put us back into. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, mate, I'm here. Yeah. So that's loud and clear. <laughs> I don't get it. Then why don't we do that? Well, I can't figure out how we've just managed to put an extra month out of nowhere. Mate, we're still live. We're what? still we're still on the pod right now. <laughs> Oh, are we? Yeah. How have we managed to put an extra month out? Because every day has pretty much 28 days anyway. Well, because you've got 12 months a year, times two is 24. True. Hang on, that's not right. I feel like we've just magicked a month, honestly. Yeah. Where would the month go? Beginning, start, or the end? I've got no idea, but we're still on a Formula One podcast right now. Sorry. Um, yeah, great race. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, I will, hands down to Vegas, say well done. I so think you, give it an together, eight. you give it an 8 out of 10? Yeah, they put together something amazing. I mean, it's, you know, everyone's going to pull away little bits of it and say they like this, they didn't like that. But overall, you're there for the race. The race was good. Epic, so, epic moves. We saw some epic moves between Gasly and his teammate Ocon, mm-hmm. which is quite nice. Some wheel-to-wheel action. After everyone said that it was going to be a boring race because of the slow corners, we actually saw some nice, some nice stuff. Yep. Leclerc, epic at the end. And they were playing Viva Las Vegas to Verstappen down the radio when he won. Which so was that's quite cool. a win-win, really, isn't that's it? That's a win-win, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For one, one race left of the... Oh, my God. One race left of the year. Abu Dhabi's. Mm-hmm. We know where everything's gone. The battle is there in the middle, like you said. But Max first, Perez second. Yeah. The season is coming to a very... It's just closing out now, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm a... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next year. I know that the Why break... you say that with a little bit of excitement then? <laughs> because I was going to say something else and I tried to save it. <laughs> I am looking forward to it because I think that now this year has given... You know, two years is enough for these teams to catch up. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, really, next year should be exciting. Hopefully, we'll see some, some teams closer to Red Bull. I guess the worry is, though, that Red Bull completely stopped developing their car this year. They were so quick at the beginning that they went, ah, oh, fuck it, we're going to win this year anyway. Mm. And they've spent all year, which they have, developing next, next year's car anyway. So Red Bull are already ahead on next year's car than anyone else. God damn them. So expect Red Bull to be very quick. God damn And that's them. what Lewis was pissed about mid-season, wasn't it? He was saying cars shouldn't be allowed, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. Yep, I think um, that there's no right or wrong way to run F1, but let's let's give them some credit. They do change their regulations quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Every few years they change them, which is amazing because they could just get stuck in a rut of just, nope, this is F1, this is the way that it is, and this is the way that it'll always be. But I like the fact that they, they're changing shit. So. Yeah, there is definitely elements of what you just said, though, of them being like, we're not doing that, we're not doing this. Oh, like Carlos signs sure. his penalty this weekend. For sure, but I'm sure there's a saying for that, you know? Yeah, Th- three three strikes of a feather makes an old chicken wise or something like that. You know? Did you just make that up? Yeah, yeah, I did. Three strikes of a feather. Or three plucks. It takes four plucks of a feather to get an old chicken to trust you. There you go. That so doesn't you got, make any sense. You got to pluck a few feathers before. So like, it's gonna take a while. If, if you pull a feather at me, I'm pissed at you. If you pull three, I'm even more pissed. I'm not gonna trust you. What if it's ingrown? 
then you'd be pretty relieved. Then you? I would be pretty relieved, mm. actually. Very good point. My barber, our barber, offered to Cashy? pull. I had a spot on the back of my neck, which is, I don't normally get that, but I had a spot on the back of my neck. And my barber offered to pull it out for me, like because he thought it was an ingrown hair. Extra fiver? He said, don't worry, bro. Next time you come, if it's still there, I'll pull it out for you. I said, cheers, cuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cuzzy. Nice one, blood. I love being in the barbers because they're Turkish. And every time they're having a conversation between each other and they switch between English and Turkish. And mm. I never know what they're all about. I know, but we want to learn a little bit. Yeah. Don't we? So we can they surprise could be chatting them. shit about us and we'd have no idea. Maybe, but I feel like we've got a bit of a bond with them now. <laughs> do you? I feel yeah, because I talk to mine quite a lot. I don't ever say a word to my guy. You don't really. No, I chat to the guy. He's he's Atakan. I don't like to talk to him. Atakan is that his cool, name? Yeah, he's a cool guy. I don't like to talk to him. I like to let him concentrate on the skin fade. Yeah, but you say he always fucks your beard. <laughs> he does always fuck the beard. I look at it after. I just lean up. I lean forward, and it's never straight. And I'm like, that bit's lower than that bit. And he's like, oh, I don't see it, bro. They all smoke in there. So like they'll cut someone's hair, they'll go out, they'll have a fag, <laughs> come and they and come spray back. their hands of aftershave. Yeah, but all you can smell is like fag and aftershave. It's like, cheers, mate. <sighs> anyway, mate, we've been rolling for nearly 45 minutes. And for the we? last 20 minutes, we've been talking absolute oh. waffle. Well, yeah, Vegas has sent me crazy with the time zones, but what a race. Um, I'm looking forward to a final race of the year. And then we're going to have a ga- gap in races, which means we should be able to get some mega guests. Thank you for all the love on the Nat Pinkham episode. Binley Mega Chippy. Still growing up. Love still blowing up. Yeah, it is. is yeah, it's just hit 70k. Binley which is Mega Chippy. That's died now. No one goes there anymore. I nearly went the other They've day. They've actually shut down. What, you actually... When I was driving to Liverpool, we nearly went. Really? Yeah. Before or after the car died? On the way back, I thought about it to cheer myself up. That's another thing, guys. This week is a sad week for the car, but we'll... No, yeah, we won't go there. We yet. won't go there. We won't talk about that yet. Yeah, we got to update you guys midweek ahead of Abu Dhabi, yeah, yeah, yeah. so... God, it's not good. See you guys Wednesday night on yep. Thursday for yep. another fantastic episode of Pit Stop. Yeah, see you then. Yeah. Woo! Can't wait. Vegas, baby. Yeah. <laughs>